0: join me in an attitude of prayer. Holy and gracious God, we thank you for this most beautiful morning you have given us and called it good. Lord, in this time, may your word uh, fill our hearts this day. May your spirit descend upon us. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Pray this in your name. Amen. All right, we're almost to the end of our sermon series for this summer called TV Theology, and I can tell you right now that next week for our final service, we're going to talk about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Who here has watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhoods? I hope everyone's hands go up. All right. All right. I love that show. If you haven't watched it, um, that's okay, but just go home this week and binge watch it. It's on Amazon Prime, okay? All right, but that's next week. For today, I thought it would be fun to do a a long-running, crime-fighting TV show drama, NCIS. So raise your hands if you've watched NCIS. More hands. All right. Yes. All right. NCIS stands for Naval Criminal Investigative Service, and it can be found on CBS, They are still making new episodes, believe it or not, and they will be starting their 17th season this fall. It's been 17 seasons. It first aired in 2003, way back then, and it's always had a core group of characters that have mostly stayed with the show. Every episode's main plot revolves around the investigations that NCIS tries to solve. The show's main characters are Leroy Jethro Gibbs, who's played by Mark Harmon, and his team of investigators. After 17 seasons, there aren't too many original characters on the show anymore, but over the years, the team has included special agents Caitlin Todd, who died tragically after two seasons, and Ziva David, who was on for several years. There is also special agent Timothy McGee, who is the tech guru of the team. And who can forget very special agent Anthony DiNozzo. Tony, as everyone referred to him as, uh, was more of the uh, fast, uh, fast-talking, um, fast-talking, fast-acting kind of guy who didn't always think, though, before he spoke or acted. Uh, he was truly a character unto his own. Uh, He was often able, though, to thankfully get himself out of many situations that he got himself into begin with. So he's a fun guy to watch. I I remember shortly after Isaac was born, Isaac and I would rock for hours in that rocking chair. And so to help pass the time, um, we would watch NCIS marathons on TV. And I remember in particular Isaac... I uh, really loved watching Tony uh, because Tony's just this fast talker. He's a very animated guy, and uh, very he's just fun to watch. And uh, so I remember Isaac was particularly fixated on Tony. So that's a fun memory. As for some other characters, we can't forget the medical examiner, Dr. Donald Mallard, or Ducky, as everyone calls him. And one of my personal favorite characters, who I guess is no longer on the show, um, is forensic specialist Abby Shudo. So uh, I always enjoyed her. I could go on about more characters, but if you've never watched the show before, that's enough for right now. Um, The show has been so popular that they've done spin-off series, uh, including NCIS LA, which is a very popular show as well. Um, now, I have to make a confession to you, and maybe you've already noticed, but I actually have not watched any new episodes of NCIS since about seasons 10 or 11, right about there. Um, I think the last major plot arc that I watched was with David Deering. Remember him? He would, like, bomb people. It's, a way, it's been long ago. So, anyways, that's the last episodes I watched was of that. that character arc, so I'm a tad bit behind, but we really did love watching all the earlier episodes, Um, and I would have to say, though, one of my other favorite characters was probably Ziva David, who, she was just really fun to watch, right? She's a tough-as-nails agent who could uh, take out men twice her size. She was a lot of fun to watch, uh, to watch her fight, so... There are also some iconic moments or phrases that can be found in almost every episode, including Gibbs, the team leader, who tells his team to grab your gear when they get a new case. Um, And of course, who can forget the Gibbs slap, which is when Gibbs slaps you across the back of your hand or head um, when you do something stupid. And oftentimes, by the way, Tony was on the receiving end of most of those Gibbs slaps. So... That was fun. But even though Gibbs is a tough guy to work for who expects his team to anticipate his every move, he is also fair and deeply loyal to his team. No matter what his team members get themselves into, he is there to rescue them or to back them up. To his team and sometimes even to the director of NCIS, Gibbs always knows how to best solve whatever problem they are in And he's not afraid to break a few rules to ensure a positive outcome. The other reason why I really love this show is because at the end of almost every episode, you know that it will end with everything being resolved in a positive outcome. You know that in the end, Gibbs and his team, um, the good guys, will win and the bad guys will lose. And sometimes there's some really nice resolutions for the victims that they are helping as well. I remember one episode in particular, it was a Christmas episode, that brought a tear to my eye, as most of the Christmas episodes do. I remember um, that the investigation that the team takes on is a double homicide and their primary suspect is a Vietnam veteran who was found at the scene of the crime with blood all over his clothes who claims he didn't commit the murders. Even though the weapons that were used to kill the couple uh, were his tools that had his fingerprints all over it, he still declared that he did not commit these murders. What made the story even worse, unfortunately, was the name he gave them, was a name of a person that had been technically dead for a couple of decades. So he came off pretty shady. But Gibbs believed this man because Gibbs and his famous gut is very rarely wrong. And so Gibbs goes to great lengths to prove that this man was not the murderer. And because it's Christmas time, Gibbs asks the man if he has any family. The man reveals over the course of the episode that he had a wife and a child a couple decades ago, but he abandoned them and faked his death because he was into drugs. But now this man was sober, and he was afraid to meet his family. In the end, Gibbs cleared this man of the murder charges brought against him. He was framed. And Gibbs even helps to reunite the man with his daughter that he hadn't seen in a couple decades and all the while, it of course brings up father issues for Gibbs, who had many father issues. And he, at the very end of the episode, calls his dad to wish him a Merry Christmas. This episode in particular, I think, represents what most episodes are like. There is an impossible scenario presented, and there seems like there will be no good way out of the situation. That Gibbs comes in, finds that third way that nobody else has seen yet, and uh, it usually involves breaking a few rules. And in the end, good triumphs and all is set right again in the world. It's almost guaranteed that goodness and love will win in almost every episode. There is a verse in Romans 8 uh, verse 28 that says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. To be honest with all of you, this is one of those life verses that I repeat to myself often when life gets really hard. I think like most of us, we have our days or our seasons where uh, we find ourselves in situations where we believe it will be just impossible for any good to come out of it. We can't see how the situation or season will be resolved in a positive way, and so we find ourselves in despair. And I really wish I could stand up here today and tell you that in all those situations that I encountered in my life where I thought it wouldn't be resolved in in a good way or in a positive way, I wish I could tell you it was all resolved much like an NCIS episode where the good wins and the good guys win and everything goes back to being right in the world again. But I can also tell you from personal experience, it doesn't happen like that all the time. Sometimes we don't get the miracles that we prayed for or the awful situation that we hoped never happens becomes our reality much to our horror. And I don't need to give you many examples of this. All you need to do is just watch the news, and you'll see it happen all the time. Shootings, injustices, health diagnosis that changes lives. This world is an unfair, scary place. And everyone here knows that all too well. But I think the final reason why I love NCIS so much is that it reminds me of the way it should be in this world. It reminds me of what God's plans are for my life, as it says in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The ways of this world at times are not what it should be. Sometimes the bad guys win, and it appears that chaos and evil are the law of the land. But what keeps us from giving up all hope is by holding on to those promises from the Bible. Promises of a hope-filled future, promises that we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. These promises of God are for us to claim and to hold on to when life gets hard. And I mean really hard. We repeat these verses to ourselves when we are in the middle of the night and the darkness surrounds us and we can't see the light. We repeat these verses to ourselves when we watch the news and we despair for the state of this world. These verses are what gives us strength to wake up in the morning and to keep moving forward, to keep looking for God in the middle of the pain and hurt. These verses remind us that someday it will all be set right again in this world. If not in this life, then in the next. They are the promises that we stand on and live by when it seems impossible that good will win. We can trust and believe that, God, that if God told us he will win, then we know he's going to win. And so without sounding corny... I would also say, that's why I love reading the Bible as well. The Bible doesn't sugarcoat life. There are a lot of horrible things that happen to the faithful people throughout the many stories in the Bible. But at the end of the whole book of the Bible, it doesn't end with despair. It ends with hope. It ends with God reigning victorious. It ends with good overcoming evil. It ends with love. Love is going to win. It's our promise and our guarantee. It's what we cling to when everything goes sideways and in all the wrong directions. It's what we cling to when we feel like we are on shaky ground. It's the promises we stand on that gives us a firm foundation and gives us strength to move forward in expectant hope that no matter what will happen next, Even if the worst thing will happen, it will not be the last thing. Because God's promises are, God promises how it will all end. So, guys, I can tell you that I skipped ahead to the end of the book. I read how it all ends. And I can tell you this I promise you, the good guys are going to win. Amen.